damn! Is this Raz? Yes. Saras. Raz? The first 52. Saras. Raz? Live Tuesday nights. Saras. Raz? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry white guy radio. His point of view is different. It's the first 52. Angry white guy radio. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52. Raz with you. The first part of the, like, Constitution. This is the best you got? Something that you know Bubba's gonna like. Angry white guy radio. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. It's time for a TF52 flashback. Look, you, sooner or later, you're gonna come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened you know, in the past. All right, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, Got, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. before we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? Or are you That's going to end up with the FBI visiting working? his house. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country. and But I have I have said it. Uh, in a in a hidden way, and what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a Fight Club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a Fight Club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said. So, I was saying. So, amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. No, right. no. What, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The seventeenth state in the nation Eight, that's done it. Eighteenth, uh, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might I, be I right. I think it's seventeen already. It would be the eighteenth state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have, what the hell? Have, which makes yeah. no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. That would be. Go ahead. That would that would be the eighteenth state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia. Yes, yeah, so of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal oh, yeah, in their that. state. <laughs> Go figure, right? Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. And like we, we do. Time time. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. Rest in peace. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hit. Massive blitz, my mom's fantastic like Elastic Kid. Smash the grip with a savage grip. Mad Max couldn't even imagine this. Sensational, amazing like Spider-Man. It's the mighty clan, we're all riding to the monster jam. Catch me backstage, yo, I'm not your fan. And from what I heard, you ain't got nada, man. Grab remedies, let me take you all the therapy. This is what you're fearing me, damage all extremities. Still no compare me with the crew, we stand alone. Dead like no tones, and we're aiming for the throne. Crazy with these poems, these words. 
static. Known to calm your ass a better off, causing static. The skill is automatic. Million dollar plastic dropping gems like the classic town come as problematic. That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Tony Sparks trees, I've been putting in hard work to people that I put in the car work. The bud's so sneaky, gotta put it in jaw work. We're stupid with the verses, I've been putting in bar work. It's New Rock to the Bronx, representing that hard turf. And that's no doubt, the piff whip smoking out. Your girl don't even got no cash, so she going down. You know the steelo, I keep the scales on equal for the numbers like key. Count banks do work like a jackhammer Feel the grammar in the streets Till the thugs in the slammer Operate the data Upload the flow in the chatter Bring change to your brain When I rearrange the matter My words are scatter A full clip from the owners The shit's hard to earn Like homes to the homeless The fighters are boneless We hang them quick for misdemeanors Meet your moment of truth Once you step in the arena, yo That's all my eyes can see Victory is mine Yeah, surprisingly I've been laying Waiting for your next mistake I put in work And watch my status escalate Yo, from sand and hope to the land of frozen toes, my bands are fans so gross. From caravans to grandstands, this bad man rocks each show. Pop it till you hold the older rest, death original. RJ, the short shot beats and Roscock that make it rain like a Navajo dancing on your block. The singularity of hip hop above the clouds rock. Heights click, you local dealer for the flows that don't stop. Every pain has a treatment, like rain has impurities. I impeach authority as soon as they abort to me. Cause I come correct, boogie down Bronx, I'm repping. From frogs neck to Morris. Park, my crew's not pretending. I'm resurrected, my demons are plenty. Dig in my history for enemies, you'll find many. Hindsight's 420, your style's defective. Spitting since I'm 20, so my technique's perfected. Let me on that's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly. I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. <laughs> Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life. And be more dog.
the city and the seats all stained and it smells hella shitty. But it's cool though because I think your chick's hella pretty and I got the bitch convinced I record for P Diddy. Work with Kanye, ghost right for 50. At first it was iffy, now she thinks dirt's nifty. It's funny what these money hungry sluts will fall for cause I hit it then forget it then walk like fall four. He's an ass, he's a dick, he's a creep, he's a freak, he's a flash in the pan, he's the flavor of the week, he's a front, he's a jerk, he's a real piece of work. Okay, but despite all this, I'm kind of a big deal. He's a motherfucking scumbag slut, he's a batshit crazy ass nut, he's a mutt, he's a punk, and he's rude with a bad attitude. Okay, but despite all this, I'm kind of a big deal. Fuck you, dirty Davy. 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 So sweet, dirty Davy. Fuck you, dirty Davy. Fuck you, dirty Davy. Fuck you, dirty Davy. No, really, dirty Davy. I love you too, dirty Davy. They're not saying dirty Davy. They're telling you, dirty Davy. What? Well, fuck you too. Yeah. I guess I'm all of the above. I'm the one you love to hate. I'm the one you hate to love. Dirt don't get up in that ass. Kind of reminiscent of a doc's latex prostate examination glove. And I'm giving you a Fonzie until I tickle your tummy. Most of these rappers are acting so funny, so phony, so flaky and fake with no money. Shit, I'm broker than a motherfucking joke and so funny that I wore the same shirt now at least a week straight. My cable got shut off. My rent's a week late. At the bottom of a Jameson bottle, I drink straight till I can't wait. A blank thank a speak straight And now I see why all these fucking parents hate me Your son's gone crazy, copying Dirty Davy Your daughter turned 18, she can legally date me Matter of fact, um, have you seen your daughter lately? He's an ass, he's a dick, he's a creep, he's a freak He's a flash in the pan, he's the flavor of the week He's a flirt, he's a jerk, he's a real piece of work Okay, but despite all this, I'm kind of a big deal He's a motherfucking scumbag slut He's a batshit crazy ass nut He's a mutt, he's a punk, and he's rude with a bad attitude Okay, but despite all this, I'm kind of a big deal Yeah, yeah Mic check, one, two, one, two Are you ready for this? This is the first 52 Listen up if you wanna survive the ride Tune in the truth might change your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation Raz Radio Live.com It's the first 52 Saturday night conspiracy facts It's the first 52 with your host Sean Raz The simple power of truth Join the conversation Raz Radio Live.com It's the first 52 VIC's in charge Time to listen up Real talk mixed with music Meant to wake you it's up the simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 That's your opinion Bring your facts today He packs the pain Foretold Jones' name It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Uncensored, uncut, and live Truly talk with guests That might help you survive It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation See through the lies of the manipulation First 52, listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. <laughs> All right, so it's not Saturday. I don't know what to tell you. My other intro just kind of went stupid on me. I couldn't find it anywhere. It wasn't playing. Welcome to the first 52. RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood. Radio Chaos. Salty Talk Radio. And the D. That's where you'll find us. Almost every Tuesday. You know, sometimes I get held up. Sometimes I uh, 
I got things going on. Sometimes I have computers that die out on me and crash on me and don't want to cooperate. That's always a lot of fun when that happens. That's what happened last week, so I do apologize, guys. I had so many plans for last week's show. Uh, we had Will Tribute uh, scheduled to join us again. I think we're going to have him next week, hopefully. We'll be able to get him to rejoin us. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get the conversation together that we had planned on. I'm still waiting on Lexi to get home from work. You know, we have to do this thing called a job. And uh, sometimes you get held up at that job, especially around the holiday season. Kind of what's happening with her. But I do have the four-toted one out in Guatemala. What are you doing, buddy? Not much. I'm not working. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty obvious, I think. <laughs> Just having a good time, man. That's good to have you on board. I appreciate, obviously, all the time that you give here. I don't know if you, uh, and I'm going to address this real briefly, and I don't want to get too deep into it. I don't like you on that. Hold on, let me see if that sounds very, yeah, I have to move Mumble somewhere else. Anyway. Um, well, you got to understand, I'm running this through a cell phone. Uh, I'm getting my own internet on Friday. Um, hopefully that's better, but, uh, I'm running this through, I, I made my cell phone a wireless hotspot. I actually have my cell phone outside of a window so I can get the best cell service. So you'll be here and tonight. It, right. And, and if you notice the last time I was on, there was a delay. There's no delay. So it might not sound great, but it, at least you can hear me. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's not even that. It's if we all recall the very first Raz Fest, um, this board took a little bit of a washing at the end of the night from from the one and only Ferris. And, uh -huh. and this channel, sometimes when I turn it up, it kills. It doesn't come right in my headphones. I think it goes out properly. But Tech Talk on the first fifty-two, you gotta love that. Yeah. It might be time for a new board. It's, what, four years old already? Uh, five. Well, yeah, four, because I bought the first one, fried out on me, and then I bought this one uh, right before the first Raz, Raz Fest, and it lasted very shortly before Ferris decided to douse with beer. <laughs> last show, right? It was the last show of the night. It wasn't even the show. It wasn't even the show. We were just kind of sitting around bullshitting, and we were playing music, and uh, he went to change a song or something, and that's when everything just crashed out on us. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I miss Razfest. We should we should try to get together and do another one, but similar to the one that the we first did last one. time we had. No, the last. Well, the first one too. Where where we just have the whole place to ourselves. Yeah, no, I agree with that absolutely. Yeah, the uh, obviously we can't return to the lat to the middle Razfest location. We've been Raz Radio Live has been banned from a hotel. Believe it or not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I don't think the other place would have banned us because they didn't even know what was going on. Because again, we had the whole place to ourselves. Well, you know? yeah, we had the guy that ran the property hanging out with us. Right. <laughs> oh, you're talking about this past one, the most recent one. Yeah, the one in Clearwater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and that was a good one too. But they got us for some for for some damage in the end on that one. Actually, Amber paid for it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they if they you, charged if, us for that stupid ice machine. Remember the ice machine broke. Yeah, if, if if we ever do that again, Amber goes free. <laughs> oh, yeah, I absolutely agree with that one, by far, without question, because she covered a lot on that one. Yeah, well, I think she covered most of it. i got to address something real fast. Uh, I, I can't believe I have to address this, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, this is kind of uh, uh, inside Raz Radio family stuff, but let's just get it on the table. Um, you will not be hearing Kuvu, Kovu on the Lawrence Walson, Ross and Waterhead show anymore. Uh, he decided to attack and go after one of our long-term listeners, big supporter of the stations, and and then went after other people. And I won't have some of the things that were said on this station. I believe in free speech. I believe you can you can have any opinions you want. 
I believe there are lines that need to be held. I've never interfered in anybody's show on this station before in my life. And no, I'm not going to answer your questions. I didn't bring you to the station. Your boys brought you to the station. It's their responsibility to get rid of you. So that, if that answers your question, Coville, I hope you're listening. Because that's the, the most you're going to get from me. And that's it. That's the end of it with us. So thank you. Enjoyed your time. Anyway, now back to the first 52. <laughs> what we're here for. <laughs> But you don't do that. You don't attack our family. You don't attack. And, you know, you were part of the family. Yeah. You know, I kind of saw that. And and I didn't really read it because I'm trying to stay away from drama lately. Uh, Although this net neutrality thing's got me having conflicts with people. Um, (laughs) But I just like I I was like, what the hell's going on here? And I I chose not to read through it. And I was like, "Ah, I'll just shake itself out. And apparently it got worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's certain things that we won't accept. And uh I will not accept uh, minors, whether they are thrown into the situation or not, being threatened uh, by grown adults who can't control themselves when the minor uh, upsets them. Hmm. So that sums up that situation. But with the net neutrality, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I have been watching you go back and forth with a lot of our friends, a lot of people that, uh, you know, do other shows that we're, we associate with and just people in general. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's explained, when it's explained to you by somebody like Matt Major or even, even Shifty, I don't know if you saw Shifty had posted about, you know, supporting yeah, net neutrality. I, I, he, he's one of the ones that went after us also. All right. So it, when it's explained in the manner they're explaining it in, it sounds so great and dandy and sounds like something we really need that's going to really, uh, you know, protect us. Uh, but with anything like that in the long run, it ends up being no good for us. Right. Like, like the Patriot Act. Yeah, you know, it's it's just it's so sad that 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 nobody could see the forest of the trees, right? First of all, you know, there was no real throttling, there was no real threat of all these things happening, right? And um, it's it's it, you know, they tried with CISPA, they tried with all these other things, you know, five six years ago, trying to shut, you know, to control the internet. And once once there was such a large backlash of the internet saying, no, 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 we we want to be unregulated, and we don't want to, we don't want you know, the government in control. Then all of a sudden, how do you, how do you get the control? You get the, you get the people to want it. So then they, they invented net neutrality, just similar to, you know, global warming or, 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 uh, carbon credits, let's just say, you know, they're, they're, they're saying the, the earth is, is so bad. We you know, tax everyone and get more money. That's, you know, that's, that's the whole, that's global warming in a nutshell. I mean, I believe that the planet is getting warm, but you know, when, when the Paris Accord, it's all just to get money from you. Well, and that's something we're going to have um, a conversation about later on. Too, these so. people can't. Okay. But it's sad to see that all the, that are, you know, that, that, that are like, let's just talk about Matt. You know, he's like, well, you know, they're, uh, they're trying to make my business get, you know, um, get squeezed out because, you know, his, his internet, uh, bandwidth might go up. And I'm like, you know, else in this world, you, you pay for what you use. You, you, you don't have a, you know, a hundred dollar uh, gas card and you could use as much gas as you want. You don't have a hundred dollar electricity card and you could use as much electricity as you want. You don't have a hundred dollar food card and you can use as much food as you want, right? You pay for what you consume, except when it comes to the internet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back, Back in the day, you know, when we're all dial up, we, we paid for, you know, how much, how many minutes we used. AOL, those, those zillions of AOL CDs that were out there, we paid per minute. Let me ask you a okay? question. And then to get people. 
Hold on a second. Let me let me let me give you right, a history lesson here. So what the cable, what the broadband uh, providers did was to get people, lure people away from from AOL and and all that other stuff. Is to say, hey, listen, we'll give you, we'll hook you up to a, this high speed pipe. You can use as much as you want, right? So that got people over to, to broadband. And but trust me, I, I I I I'm a gobbler of broadband. Not so much here anymore, but you know, back in Florida, I certainly consumed a lot of bandwidth. And we need know, to have it to be able to consume now it. Now I'm actually ten. Right. <laughs> well, I'm using my phone, my cell phone. Guess what? I'm consuming bandwidth. I actually just switched cell, cell phone providers. Now I got five gigs for a hundred Q, which is $13. Um, so, you know, like I specifically got this plan so I could have more bandwidth and I pay, and I'm actually, I'm paying, uh, because there's competition. I'm paying what I used to pay for two and a half gigs. So you so, don't have an American you know, cell phone that's, anymore. That's. It's my same cell phone. It's just a different SIM card. Okay. And it's a, it's a, uh, there's three or four companies here in Guatemala. And Claro is the major one. Um, that's actually the internet that I was supposed to be using. I don't want to go into telecom here. In More Guatemala, technical talk but, of um, Guatemala. Like I have choices. All right. So I have choices, right? And and that's the thing. It used to be, you know, the beginning of the internet, you had a choice. You can go to AOL. You can go to Yahoo. You can go to well, shit. My first one was out of Suffolk County, Long Island, called Sistech. Um, you could you could choose to go somewhere else, but with with the government um, sponsored monopoly for your communication company, you can't get a different ISP for the most part. Some people have two. Some people have three. Some people only have one. And that's the core problem is you, you know, if, if somebody were to, to block a port or somebody would block a service or somebody just, you know, in Verizon or Fios decided to, to throttle the bandwidth, you should be able just to switch to somewhere else, but you can't. So the, the government caused the problem, right? And mm-hmm. they want the government to fix it. And I wonder how well that's going to work out. Well, it will work out how anytime the government steps in to try to fix something, it, it won't work out very well at all. Right, you know what would happen was first the first the first website that's going to get blocked under the net neutrality rules in probably a few years, because because I'm sure they'll fight after Trump's gone. The next FCC chairman will come in and he'll reinstate net neutrality rules. Um, the first the first site to go is going to be WikiLeaks, and they're going to demonize it, and they've already been demonizing him, and you know and that's the first to go. And then the next thing to go is going to be BitTorrent traffic, right? Because of course Hollywood has a, you know a lot of lobbyists. Right, right. Well, no, it's, it's bit. No, that's Bitcoin. I'm talking about BitTorrent because that's where you download movies. Right, right, right. Um, so that technology is going to be blocked, you know, and they're going to they're going to systematically start blocking these things because because the the term it's even in that neutrality it's legal content. Okay, they don't define legal content. They just say legal content, and then they get to define it later. Let me ask right? you a question. It's just like you know. Uh, Sure. I've been seeing these posts, and yes, we are still in a slight delay, guys, if you haven't noticed, so just work with us. Um, I've been seeing these posts of people already getting uh, uh, told that they need to upgrade their service. Are those just fake posts, or, or are they real ones? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I don't think so, but again, I'm not in the country. I don't know, and um, I don't really care. Uh, it just, I just know that, you know, we're fighting over semantics, you know, between Matt's page and Chris's page and all this shit. All this shit. And, I, and I tell them at the end, I was like, listen, we're all trying to predict a future here. Um, and I hope I'm wrong. I said, but history teaches me, tells me that I'm not. And, you know, whether, whether they're, they're, they're look, people are going to bullshit. They're going to make up stuff to, 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 to further their narrative. 
So who knows what to believe? But, you know, the one thing that I noticed about Trump, I'm no fan of Trump. You know, I don't like him at all. Right. But everybody that he puts in charge of, of a, of a, a thing, they don't like it and they try to dismantle it. And nobody's, nobody's noticing this. You know, they put, they put, uh, what's his face? The governor from the ex-governor from Texas in charge of the energy department. And that was one of the things he said in the debate. I would get rid of, get rid of the department of energy. Boom. You put him in charge. Bam. Get rid of it. You put this, uh, free market guy, the head of the FCC. What's the first thing? He just wants to get rid of title two. Right. Right. And he even says, he even says, you know, in the last two years since 2015, since a title two has been, um, uh, enacted, gov- spending for, um, uh, infrastructure has gone down with the exception of the, the, um, the 2008 crisis since like 1998 expenditure for, for internet infrastructure has steadily rose until the, until that year went down and started rising again and started going down after 2015. So they're not, they're not putting money into it because the government can, can control it. But who will build the roads? And he's Dave? saying if they do unfit, <laughs> exactly. Who will build the internet superhighway? Well, isn't that what they're hoping happens here? Is that what they're really trying to work on, or or what the what are they doing? Uh, I think they just want to feel all warm and fuzzy, and think that the government is going to make it right, and um, they will find out. Because listen, you know, I grew up in the in the wild wild west of um, internet. You know, your 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 father in law is even deeper further back than I am. Um, but, uh, it's gonna go away. You know, they're gonna monitor the shit. They're gonna block stuff. You know, they, they were already doing it. They're already trying to get rid of, <sighs> it's never going to get better. Yeah, that's Especially when you have the, uh, the hearts and minds of the of people of the country. Yeah. And you got both sides. I mean, you got Matt Major and you got uh, a shifty two opposite, complete polar opposite sides of the spectrum who are on the same side. Well, what gets me is they're both IT guys, you know, but they're both desktop guys. They're you know, looking they at them from have a different configured angle. Configure some servers. I'm Matt, right? I've actually built infrastructure. I know what the, what it costs to keep bandwidth going. I know that the more you use stuff, the more money that's involved with it. Why? Why, why does that have to come? Why does it have to be free? You know. Of course, Matt, you know, I blame him because he's a socialist. He, he wants, he wants to pay the same amount of money for his business that I pay for my home, despite the fact that he used 10 times the amount of bandwidth. But, you know, he says, oh, you say socialist, I got the bad thing. Like, oh, that, that's I, the mentality today, you know? There, there was an article that came out earlier this week, or maybe even last week, I posted it about how socialism, uh, just like in the, the late 20s, early 30s, you know, uh, um, uh, Nazism was like the biggest party in, or the second largest or third largest party in the U.S. Socialism is, is starting to take over that position uh, of, of of everything in the U.S. Well, it's 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 worse than that because uh, they've gone they've skipped over socialism and gone right to communism. You see it, you know, the people that are fighting everybody at these Nazi rallies are communists. They have big red flags with a hammer and sickle. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this country? Nobody I go knows. away for six months, and the, 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 the place gone to shit. <laughs> yeah, nobody really gets any of it. I'm, you know, I'm just as guilty. That's why I don't, I don't try to follow any political party anymore. We have a new girl that just started here at the property, and uh, she used to be in the Libertarian Party, and now people are trying to get her to join the Constitutionalist Party. I'm like, just don't even bother with any of those parties. They're all useless. They're all stupid. And they're all just good. They're all just there to try to control us. 
Exactly. See? Anarchy for the win. Anarchy for the win. That is true. Uh, I guess Axel has arrived. Axel is in the building. We can we can welcome Axel to the to the show now. How you doing, Axel? Axel. Yeah, you know Axel Rose is always late for his shows. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> I was getting you beer, sir. And vodka. And vodka. And vodka. I can't hear anything in these headphones. <laughs> well, did you turn them up? Uh, I'm working on Are it. They it was on in? the floor. Oh, that's right. I I uh, changed some stuff and it fell. Oh. Well, that's super. You got them working now? No. No? They're not plugged in. Well, plug them in. I'll, I'll deal with it on the break. <laughs> uh, you can't hear Fortoed then, can you? No, she can't hear you. All right, anyway. Uh, something I wanted to, to do, uh, I told you so, Dave. You know I like I told you so's, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one. Well, we do it, but I don't, I don't think we really like it. Because when we're right, it, usually something bad happens. <laughs> Well, no, there's good. Honey, see if you can find the plugs since you're taking them off. There, there's good I told you so's. And it, we had a couple of the, those this week that I actually posted. And I'm like, no, I, I told you so. This We talked about this. We, we you know, everybody argued. I, even back to Shannon Burke's show when I used to be on with Burke all the time. And everybody, you know, we talk about collecting your data and tracking you and following you on your phone. Remember these conversations? Absolutely. And everybody's like, oh, you just turn that off and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Google collects Android users' location, even when location services are disabled. Imagine that. I know. Who said this mm-hmm. before? Who, who, who? Us, maybe? Yeah. It's just sad that we have to sit here and, and these are the facts. You know, I just watched uh, Snowden, the movie Snowden, again. I haven't watched that yet. Like two day- oh, it's really, it, it, it is. Now, I don't know how much of it is true, but... Um, it is very eye-opening because it kind of goes – it really – it's it's an eye-opening movie. You should watch it if you get the chance. You know, even though it's made – you know, it's a movie, um, I believe that some of it – I mean, sure, there's some shit that was designed for drama. But um, for the most part, you, you know, they talk about X-Key Score or whatever that is, X, whatever the hell the, the, the programs were that, that Snowden um, came out with or, or released. And um, what they would do with it and uh, – it's just, it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning, you know? Many people have realized that smartphones track their location, but what if you actually turned off location services, haven't used any apps, and haven't even inserted a carrier's SIM card? Even if you take all those precautions, phones running Android software gather data about your location and send it back to Google when they're connected to the inter- Internet, a court's inter- investigation has revealed. So they yeah, lied to you. Yeah, well- well, the thing about that is, is, is you kind of signal out Android, but but we knew that um, iOS did that a while ago. So now they're now both operating systems do it, and it just it just kind of like like I read that article. And I'm like, well, fuck it, you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna shut it off, or you know, like, well, first of all, I'm in fucking Guatemala. What are they, they going to do to me here? Right, right. Well, so I leave mine on because it's I found it kind of useful, and you know what? They're going to do it anyway. So why try to have some false sense of security that? You know, by me pushing this button, they can't follow me anymore. Right. The, 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 you know what's funny is Eric Schmidt, I, I think like 10 years ago or five or 10 years ago, had said, uh, he was, he's the, was the head of the Google or whatever, CEO. He had said, if you don't want anything, if you don't want your privacy invaded, don't put it on the internet. And everybody's like, what are you saying? Blah, blah, blah. And it turns out he was right. You know, you really have to, 
you have to, you know, like if you don't want a phone to track it, then guess what? Don't, don't have a phone. phone. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes yeah. down to. We can battle it and fight it all we want to and, and yell and scream about it and, and try to inform people about the information they need to know uh, in order to avoid it if they want to avoid it. But if we choose to use this technology, we choose to live under their reign. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's that's how it could be, I guess. You know, maybe we should just accept it, Dave. Maybe we should just, you know, go down the trail of idiocracy, which we're already fucking there anyway. So maybe we should just accept it and go. Well, here's the thing is, I, I, I've, I've realized that they are taking so much data that you could hide in plain sight. You know, as a matter of fact, when you, when you go off the radar, that's when you, that's when they look at you. But if you just keep your shit going and, and like, and because, because I also have location services turned on, um, I just make sure when I want, if I say something, I say it in a cryptic way, you know? You go, we gotta go back to, you know, the days when, when we were on, when we use copper line telephones and we were calling to get a bag of weed, we'd be like, Hey man, uh, got one of those box of crayons, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever code word we use. Um, and that's just got, that's the way we got to go now. We'll just build a database of the code word until they can figure out what they're talking about. And then they'll eventually get us anyway. <laughs> you know how it's all the work, Dave. <laughs> I know it's, it, it'll, it'll be, they'll, fi- they'll crack it. Then we'll figure out something else. It's just a game that that's, you know, continue to be played. That's right. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. Let me get Lexi set up so she can join us. Uh, we'll have a bunch of stuff to talk about still. I got articles pulled up galore. No guests tonight. But hey, you can call if you want, 941-421-0401. Uh, we'll see what we can do as we move into the next section of the show here. You guys sit tight. You're listening to First 52. I know! My God dang rats! Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Raz. Four Toad and Lexi. Well, I meant to Four Toad. Sure. Oh, Four no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. On the morning of September 11, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10th. 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours. Osama bin Laden. The administration knew within the day. Terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. 
and the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-TECH, Sibel Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. It was lied to by the Pentagon, the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, well, no one knows what they told it because they testified in secret, off the record, not under oath, and behind closed doors. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were failure of imagination because Nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes into buildings. Except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on able danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC-7's collapse, but that's okay because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise him, 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 and her and her, and her, and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media which told you the hard truths about His head can be seen to move violently forward. And They took the babies out of incubators. And Mobile production facilities. And The rescue of Jessica Lynch. If you have any questions about this story, you are a batshit, paranoid, tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma, you will never ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. This has been a public service announcement by the friends of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DIA, SEC, MSM, White House, NIST, and the 9-11 Commission. Because ignorance is straight. It's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live, from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes, sorry. This is the best you got? Someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America. Sure don't look like much. Angry White Guy Radio. Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different. The first part of the, like, Constitution. I love
of the content. Hey, it's the first 52, Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. Your doctor, pills become bullets, then they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. So men and mass come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa, now what? Here they come for the guns. And God and demons, disguised as priests and nuns. Time to run with no place to go except Honduras. With a man called Forto Jones, skull and bones, invade the skies with robot drones. Check the infrared radar for UFOs, silver and gold. Behold, the weather's controlled by genetically modified hybrid clones. Built in bunkers with subjects under mind control. Injected and observed in the combat zone. Now come on. It's the chemtrails, guys. It's the Such a funny man, what can we do? Uh, the entire brigade loves you. Uh, I hope you knew. Uh, hey, Colin Brady, we are happy you're with Finway, but you left us all too early and we're working through the pain we must pull through. Remember the best thoughts of you, uh, the old and the new. Uh, we love Colin G. Brady, he made us go. La la, boop 
doop-a-doop, yeah! We love Colin Shebrady. He made us go. Boop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop, yeah! Boop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop, yeah! Hey, Colin Brady, we la-la and boop-a-doop. We will miss all the funny stories. How you filled your pants with poop. You were so great. <laughs> you used to sock to masturbate. Socks are cheap dates. Hey, Colin Brady, you will never be forgotten. Your memory lives in the birdcage. Both silly thoughts and rotten. Where did you go? We'll miss you on the radio At least we have the shitting hoe Our friend from the Shannon Burke show We love you bro We love Colin G. Brady He made us go La la boop doop yeah We love Colin G. Brady God, even think about CDB, man, you know. Gotta miss him. Five years ago today. Did you know that, hon? Wow. Did you realize it was that long? No. Those of you who don't know who Colin G. Brady is, he was the co-host of the Shannon Burke Show back in the... The good old days on Radio I.O. He really touched a lot of us, and uh, today is the fifth anniversary of his death. I spend this day replaying a, a tribute show that my father-in-law did, uh, just so we can all remember the good times with him. Remember that, Fortoed? I do, I do. And uh, I was talking to somebody today explaining who Colin was, and I really didn't know too much about him because I didn't listen to Shannon all that much. Um but how, what was the cause of death? He had a heart attack. I mean, we know Colin was not a healthy guy. He was uh, back and forth on his weight. He had the stomach surgeries, and uh, you know he wasn't—he didn't live a very healthy lifestyle. So uh, it was a cardiac arrest or heart failure of some sort that was the final. Didn't mix well with his recreational activities. Yeah, unfortunately, some mm. things don't go well when you have oh. other issues. For loco. Um, <laughs> my uh, my internet's really bad. I just over the break my cell phone cell service died, so um, I might not be on very much longer. That's all right. We we told you we'd work through it. If we lose you, we lose you. But we'll try to keep you around as long as possible. I've got a listener over on the Twitch feed that found us. Uh, let's see here, unopened parachute. Uh, he's really enjoying uh, the conversation so far. Uh, and and uh, he's new to us. He's following me on Twitter now. He's following us on Twitch. Uh, so welcome on Open Parachute. I think you're from Brazil, it seems, Dave. So he's down near you in uh, Guatemala there somewhere. He's in South America. I'm in Central America. Uh, I'm closer to you. I'm closer to you than I am to him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, either way, it's nice to pick up a new listener. This is what we do, my friend. Uh, we've been doing this for five, uh, almost well, five and a half years now, give or take. Uh, we talk conspiracy. We talk truth. Uh, we try to really uh, dive into things that matter. We don't really follow along on a lot of the BS stories that people try to promote. Yeah, um, it's out. like you were talking about. about uh, no, you're still there for it, Toad. Barely. Barely. We were talking about uh, you know how uh, 
how how Trump is with everything, but I don't really get into that very often, you know, honey. We don't even really discuss that politics around the house. No, not really. It's just not worth to it. Think of it. It's so stupid hey, anymore. Yes, sir. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bail. All right. It's too it's it's too choppy. All right, Dave. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Later. Bye, Dave. Love you. Bye. You and I, honey. You ready for this? Oh, I guess. Can you do this? You got sure. it. I know you can. I'm just messing with you. Uh, 941-421-0401. The phone lines are open if you guys want to throw any two cents in. <laughs> Honey, we were talking earlier about how, uh, you know, they tell you to turn off the tracking on your Android phone or your Google tracking on the Google Maps. And they've now found out that that doesn't matter, which shouldn't be surprising. I think we discussed that before. No dip. Yeah, no duh. It's kind of obvious that that's what's going on. All right, honey, I got you. Let's 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 do this one here. Oh no, are you going to quiz me again? No, I'm not going to quiz you. All right, because that's not nice. No, I'm not going to quiz you, but I'm going to leave if you start. No, I need me. no, I need you here because we're going to get into, the, into this whole Me Too, feminists, all these sexual harassment claims. I want to have a conversation about that. Okay, because uh, it it is prevalent right now unfortunately in, in mainstream and and it's, it's a big conversation and yeah where it's a conversation and a conversation well where where the conversation needs to be had and there are listen i'm 42 years old in my life i have probably not been the best uh most uh gallant man i could have been at all times standing gentleman yeah i mean i'm sure there's some times that i kind of you know maybe went a little too far Maybe, uh, you know, challenged a little too much on on the opposite sex, you know. Whoa, careful. Well, uh, you know, there's a level where, all right, let me ask you a question, right? First time we ever kissed, all right? I went in for that kiss, right? Yeah. All right. Now, a lot of people are saying that that is, that is a sexual assault because I tried to kiss you. Whether you want it or not, a lot of people are classifying that as a possible sexual assault because I aggressed to you. Well, I mean, I don't agree with that, but that's the level it's coming to with this whole issue. Now, yes, sure, there there are people that are, are, are raped, assaulted, um, you know, evil things done to, touched inappropriately, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that since Weinstein happened, I think it's we're at eighty or eighty-five other people have been accused of some form of groping or sexual harassment. Well, there's a couple of ways to look at it. I mean, I think where you're coming from is that, you know, you've got a bunch of copycats and that it's over the top. There's another way to look at it in that, you know, the story came out and women felt more comfortable and empowered to address a problem. Because if there are people out there that are raping women or assaulting them or using their power inappropriately to get their way and, and to put women at a disadvantage, I think that they should be outed. Well, absolutely. By far. So I think a do, lot do of think women in that things? industry, though, have been conditioned to understand that, hey, that guy's a big deal, so do, shut up. Do you think things of, of 20-year history, 30-year uh, history – are relevant today do you think this is something that should be being i think every single person's life is relevant and what happened to them and who did what is relevant 
whether the law can come in and do anything about it, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's relevant. I mean, if I was raped yesterday or 30 years ago and that guy's still walking around, it's still relevant. Well, raping or, you know, putting my hand on your knee or raping and putting your, your hand butt. on your knee is, is two different things. These are the extremes that we're looking at with this whole situation. These are the two well, extremes that are out there as part of It's complex. what we're looking at in this whole situation. Those two extremes, putting my hand on the knee or raping you. It's literally or or asking to masturbate in front of you. Yeah. At, le- <laughs> hey, at least Louis CK asked first. Ma'am, do you mind if I masturbate in front of you? <laughs> just can't imagine how awkward that is. Hey, listen. I'm not super bad because I really like Louis C.K., so I'm feeling super forgiving That's a a perfect example of what I'm talking about, about the extremism. Now, had he been raping women, that would be different, but... He asked every time, can I do this, before he did it. Right, so I don't see what the problem is really If you stayed in the room... The man's career is destroyed now. Right, and if you stayed in the room after he asked you if he can masturbate, and he pulled it out and masturbated, then that's on you. It's a fine line. I mean, again, uh, it seems to me as far as what's happening with Louis C.K. in particular is that all these women were in comedy and up and coming. And after things like that went on, that's it. They were kind of out either because they were intimidated by what was happening and they didn't want to be a part of it or they were told to go away because they don't want people telling stories like that. I do seem to remember uh, our president at one point in time shoving a cigar up an intern's vagina. And that was okay. Were you there? Well, no, I wasn't there. But, I mean, I think it was proven he did. He even got impeached, but he never got removed from office. Mm-hmm. So we're surprised. And I know I said this This is probably the third time I'm saying this. We're su- surprised that the rich and powerful are sexual deviants and getting away with it. I think most adult human beings are sexual deviants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to include teenagers, too. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to adjust this camera here because I don't like that angle. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, I, 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 I have to agree with you. Honestly, your generation, the, the 25 to 35-year-olds. Why'd you do that? Because you're all weird. You're all fucking Why weird. Why are we weird? Because... Why am I, I being I, put in a group with I thought, people? Well, it's not you, unfortunately. I thought I was a crazy sexual deviant. I listened to some of the things that these 25 to 35-year-olds are talking about and doing and and even interested in, and it, it scares me. I mean, that's I've done a lot of sexual things, and there's stuff that I'm hearing talked about I wouldn't do. Well, you can thank the Internet for that. I mean, would I you, mean do you want to do tuning? Do you know what tuning is? No. Can we not discuss it? You don't want to know what tuning is? No, because your face right now. You know what a tuning fork is, right? Yes. Imagine that in the urethra. No. That's that's popular right now. That is, see, you guys, this is the problem. A metal rod in your penis Mm -mm, vibrating. Stop that. That is nasty. (laughs) 941-421-0401 if you want to join the conversation. I really hope this isn't the lengths you have to go to now to enjoy... Your sexual activity, lifestyle, that's... you. But the thing is, is especially the younger crowds, myself included, I guess, thanks. I'll take it as a compliment. But we are exposed to a lot 
And so are you now. Yeah, I now. mean, everybody's exposed to so much porn and weird porn, <laughs> like really <laughs> weird porn. <laughs> if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube or Periscope or any of the places we stream video at, you got to see Lexi's face when she says that. I can't wait to get a better camera on you so they can really see your face. People do some weird stuff. And we'll watch it, right? Because we're like, wait. Are they really doing what's that? What's happening? Is that really happening right and now? And it might not even be stuff that you're into, but you're like, wait, that's kind of... I got to see how this ends. <laughs> and then other times you're like, wow, that's... I don't want to see that how that ends. That will never disappear from the deepest, blackest corners of my mind. Yeah, what that, was that is awful. What was that video that was sent to me with the with the slingshot and the weird rubber ball? I don't know. I don't know why and how people come up with that. I mean, that's really inventive. So creative. Good job. Yeah, imagine a, a girl bent over with another girl with a slingshot. Why are we talking about this? Weird, spiky rubber ball. Uh, just, just try to picture that and imagine how this could go down. I don't know. It's <laughs> just very... Disturbing? Extremely. Extremely disturbing. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird how we end up... Well, I guess the whole point of this conversation is I want... I want this, I want women and men to feel secure and protected. Well, sure. So but does I don't, everyone. I don't almost. want, I don't want it being blown out of proportion though. I don't want it becoming well, the next false flag that know. changes society in a manner that we don't need to change anymore. We don't know that it's been blown out of proportion. It could be that every single one of those stories are true. It could be that 50% of them aren't. You know, and that they're false accusations. It could be that some of the stories are true and it's really not that big of a deal. It also could be that something like this going on will make other women, because several hundreds of women are raped on a daily basis, might make the average Joe woman feel a little bit more comfortable coming forward about something that's happened to them because a lot of women suppress that and move on with their life well that goes to my conversation that that we were talking about earlier what we were saying earlier is at 30 years later you've already moved on in life you've already um adjusted you've already done what you're going to do with your life is is bringing these things up 30 30 years later relevant or is it is it a repair or is it harming yourself in, in you know, on your own? You know what I mean? Does that- I think when women come back to address things that they didn't address right from the get-go, um, obviously they wouldn't report it out of fear or out of protection. A lot of women that are raped are raped by friends, by family, by people that they know. Right. You know, and there is that. Uh, initial thought to protect the rapist or you, you know, don't know how to handle that situation or you have a woman that's too scared to come forward they're older now they're more mature they see their kids running around and they know this person's still out there potentially raping other people and finally says oh my god i have to do something i can't believe i didn't do anything about this i'm i'm gonna have to suck it up and go through this again and and address this and try to get this person off the street. You know, I don't know. There's multiple reasons why someone would come back over X amount of years to to. That's what bothers me the most. I mean, if it if it was that damage, and I know the the power of somebody is influential. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, as I said in the beginning of this segment, you know, are we surprised that the rich and powerful are evil, deranged? 
pedophile, pedophiling rapist. Well, I think it's been well understood for a long time that that's not a I'm the the child trafficking thing has been well known for a long time. Hey, you be quiet because you know the Catholic Church is in charge of that, so you don't want to talk about that negatively because <laughs> the Catholic Church will come They've down on your ass. The market, yes, they know they know how to to fuck a little boy up the ass. I'll tell you. Oh, Sean, that's just awful. Well, I can't help it. That do we just have to say fact. it though? We know it. But if you can't say it. I don't want to. See, that's the problem. That's why I all didn't this, do anything. That's why all this shit's been hid, hidden for 30 years, because you just can't say it. You can't say that they, the priest fucked the boys up the ass. So, we'll But just, we, sh- you and I know what we're trying to say, that, so we don't have to repeat it. We don't need to discuss it anymore. It, don't say anything about ass fucking by Catholic priests. Stop. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just one of those things, honey. It's one of those things you got to, you know, you got to raise a question about. And I know when you, I love when Lexi gets, you guys can see on the Twitch. See, once she gets frustrated with me, see that look I'm getting right now? <laughs> she just wants me to shut up. She doesn't want me to go any further. She doesn't even know what to say. She's like, all right, no, that's enough. You don't know what I'm thinking. Honey, you're my wife. What if I was thinking I'm going to throat punch him? Well, one more word. <laughs> you might have been thinking that. <laughs> that horseshoe in front of me, you might have wanted to throw at me at one point in time. Uh, since we lost Four Toad, the Dave one. The Daved one. The Daved one. <laughs> I wanted to discuss um, some global warming. Some, I mean, I wanted to do this with him. So don't think I'm you know, attacking you from the back, Dave. But there's been some things that have come out, out recently that are, you know, interesting to, to discuss. Do you not agree? Sure. What is it? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm wind talking over here. Yeah, it's interesting because it's mysterious because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, there's a couple different layers of this conversation that I want to get through. Okay. The first one here, let's 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 just do this let's, first. Let's, let's unpeel do, this onion. We're going to peel the onion back, all right? All right. According to satellite data, the numbers are in and the verdict is that there has been no global warming for 17 years and 11 months. Satellite data prepared by Lord Christopher Monckton shows there has been no warming trend from October of 1996 to August of 2014, 215 months. To put this in perspective, kids graduating from high school this year have not lived through any global warming in their lifetimes. According to Monckton, the third Viscount Monckton of Brenchley and a former policy advisor to UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, the rate of warming has been half of what climate scientists initially predicted in the early 1990s. So it's been half of what they predicted in the 1990s, right? Now, another article that we had posted up. Do you have any any thought or opinion on what was just played? No. All right. So it's been half since the 1990s, right? And and we all talk about this. Where did that story go? I know I got it here somewhere. Oh, don't close. Uh, close that one. I don't need that one. So... Is this no? That's the brain implant. Oh, I hate when these this shit just focus. I'm focusing. Focus. So anyway, squirrel. <laughs> that's a big joke between us. A big squirrel joke. Um. So anyway, I want to express this right now. I believe that the climate changes naturally. I believe that man has a 
a small influential factor into that. I believe that we do help in the change of the environment. I don't believe that the apocalypse that we've been since it was since the seventies for me, you know, styrofoam was going to kill the earth, and then it was CFCs, and it was the hairspray it was going to kill the earth in the eighties. You know, as you grew up, you know, we had different things that uh, we we had to get rid of the the McDonald's styrofoam containers. Remember those? Mm-hmm. That we don't have those anymore. We also had Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. Propaganda in itself. He's a hero. <laughs> Gonna take pollution down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Why I'm, won't you play that on the show? I'll play it. I, I, I sent you the whole clip for the whole intro for Captain Planet. I you I did, did play not that before. play it. You All right, well, not. I'll play it for you tonight. How's that? Okay. That'd be awesome. I got to find it. I'll play it for you. But I'll play it. <laughs> Let me just get my thoughts together here real fast. <laughs> I want everybody to understand. I'm here to distract. Yeah, you're good at it. <laughs> I do believe that climate changes. I believe it changes naturally, and I do believe man has a hand in it. I think some of the things we do. A big-ass hand in it. I think some of the things we do. Look at China. Uh, We're talking about man, first of all, not not government. Let's start with man. Oh, so government isn't part of mankind now? Uh, no, because it's probably aliens. You can't separate the two. It's lizard people. When they're talking about... They are lizard people. When they're talking about how man is creating this sort of pollution, that includes government, because those are people, too. Right, but we don't have control of that, even though we want to think we do. We don't have control of that. The largest polluter is the U.S. Navy. That is the largest well, greenhouse polluter right now, is the U.S. Navy. And that's fine if you see it that way, but there's still... Why is that fine? Humans creating pollution. Okay. At the, and, and that's what the discussion is about. Well, we have to discuss this in the proper manner where you and I aren't being fined for the pollution and the governments are allowed to continue to do what they want or big business. So that's where this whole conversation I'm trying to... Like cow farts? <laughs> well, yeah. The cows were here before we were. <laughs> All right, there was a lot more cow, buffalo, deer, whatever else before humans were here. All right, so to, to try to blame cows, the cows for the climate change now, <laughs> when there was have. more cows before we industri- industrialized. Now listen, industrialization is needed. We are going to add to the pollution. The Earth was supposed to end because of pollution by 1998. That was the original thing in the 70s, and it was global cooling at that time wasn't it in the 70s i believe and then it turned to global warming i wasn't here and then the it turned 70s. back to the global cooling the point is we can't do anything about it we can't we as human beings well, we, we, can, we can be taxed all they want to tax can, us and but we're not going to well they can tax us all they want to tax us and and make us suffer no if everyone if every single person got on board and got all crunchy like one of these yogi moms all crunchy yeah all crunchy okay they're like oh i'm gonna have a zero waste life i'm not going to create any garbage i'm going to limit my footprint i'm going to do this going to do if every person made a solid effort we could slow the process a great deal and you know what pollution is affecting our environment for sure I mean, if you look at smog-infested 
major cities. You look at China. You can't freaking China. 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 You can't breathe once you hit the twelfth floor. I mean, that's bad. That's really bad. Really? Do you want to spend your life walking around with a face mask on? Because it's going to eventually spread. So let me ask you. Eventually, it will be a situation where it will be a hostile environment. Hopefully, we have some, you know, little setups on Mars or some shit. I don't know. But science. Mars? Yeah. Did you you not? Science is going to have to catch up. I'm going to end up in like a total recall type thing if I end up at Mars. Because they're so gonna awesome. they're gonna hack my brain and make me some boobs. like secret secret agent. Oh, you with three boobs, man. <laughs> Good God, are they the same size or are they smaller? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. So, all right. Well, as we talk about this global warming thing, you know what's funny? And you know, Fortoed's not here, so he can't defend himself. And I feel bad, Fortoed. I'm sorry, my friend, but I'm gonna bring this up. We talk about geoengineering and climate change and, and chemtrailing all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Do you realize over the past three or four weeks, there have been multiple art- art- articles discussing geoengineering, whether it should be done, whether it is safe to be done, whether it's something we should step into? Multiple. I mean, I've got two that I pulled up just for tonight. I know. To try to discuss geoengineering. Because, you know, you say chemtrails and everybody gets, oh, you're a crazy conspiracy guy. It's That's not a true thing. That's not out there. There's no such thing as chemtrails. But yet geoengineering. You're so offended. I am offended. Because, it, you know, Dave might call this my religion. And maybe he's right. This is it my is. religion. Okay. Oh, no. He's not maybe. Yeah. But it's there. He's your Jesus. It's, it's there. No, Dave is not my Jesus. Your chemtrails are your Jesus. It's there. It's happening. It's something going on. And these two stories that I have pulled up, the first one is called Artificial Climate Intervention Could Completely Destroy the the Planet, so we probably shouldn't do that. That's the one story. And the other one is... We probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what it says? That's what it says. I'll read the story. Give me a break. (laughs) Probably not. Give me a second. I got the screen. (laughs) I got the screen Uh, set up here so everybody can read along with us if you're on Twitch or YouTube or Periscope. Was that a scientist that said that? Yeah. Yeah, Probably not. Probably not a good idea. We can brighten clouds to reflect heat and reduce global warming, but should we? Those are the two titles of the stories I'm looking at right now. All right? Okay. So the first one is on BGR, BGR.com, Geoengineering Climate Change Intervention Study. That ho- that terrible ho- Hollywood disaster movie, Geostorm, oh, let me transition this so you guys can read along. Uh, Geostorm fell flat on his face, which, which I'm still dying seen. to see. No, because it hasn't come out yet for us. But we will, once it's on Netflix or Amazon or one of the si- systems, we are watching that. Okay. All right. Uh, Geostorm fell flat on his face at the box office and got so many things wrong when it comes to science that it's really not even worth remembering. But it did manage to predict something vaguely accurate. accurately. Manipulation of the climate is bad news. In a new study published in the journal Natural Communications, a team of researchers led by climate gurus at the University of Extera, E-X-E-T-E-R, revealed that dabbling in artificial cooling of the planet as a countermeasure to man-made global warming is a recipe for disaster. 
The research utilized advanced climate models to simulate the effects of the proposed climate intervention techniques, including intentional injection of aerosols into the atmosphere to lessen the sun's ability to fuel devastating storms. And the results are not exactly encouraging. Injecting material into the atmosphere artificially is intended to mimic the effects of a volcanic eruption, chemtrails, which do the same thing naturally. The particles act like barriers to the sun's warming rays, blocking them from reaching the surface and resulting in a cooling effect on a short-term basis. The type of This type of geoengineering is still a half-baked idea and has only been proposed as an absolute last-ditch effort to curb some of the more devastating effects of global warming. Hello. How are you, my friend? Yes, I am on call. It's something we got to deal with when I'm on call. i got to check, make sure it's nothing important. It's from Wayne. Why don't you check your phone, honey? I see it. All right. The scientist simulated what would happen if the aerosol injection techniques was used in the Northern Hemisphere, which has been casually proposed as a potential method of reducing the severity of tropical storms. The climate models reveal that the large-scale action would indeed calm things down a bit and potentially reduce the number of northern Atlantic cyclones, but it would also have dire effects on other parts of the planet. The drop off of tropical storms in one area would actually lead to a spike in droughts in parts of Africa, according to the data. Now, honey, do you remember... Why Africa? Wait, wait. Because everything you spray moves inland. Now, if you remember when the, the California drought was happening really bad, me and other people, which, of course, I got my information from other people, so I didn't come up with this information, but people I follow and talk to and blah, 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 had this information. They were they were geoengineering. They were chemtrailing off the coast of California, which what was happening was that was preventing rainfall in California, and that rainfall wasn't falling out of the sky until it hit Kentucky, Tennessee, those areas, Kansas, that had all the flooding Flood. for years. Yeah. All right. They backed up on the chemtrailing in California. All that flooding stopped. They started getting rain in California all of a sudden. This is geoengineering happening. Th- th- that's what that is. Okay. People can't see it. They don't get it. it well, that's me. what you surmise. It doesn't it make it fact. Oh, it's fact. You wait. It's fact. Oh. You wait. Is it going to be in some book that's going to be like released? There are books out, now? actually. There are books out. All about, I wish I could find that post. With the perpetrator going like, yeah, I did that. They did it. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. I'm, t- I'm telling you, they did it. It's happened. It's happening. It's happening right now. Okay. They're spraying over you. They're changing the environment. And they're doing it on purpose. The scientists simulated what would happen if aerosol injection takes techniques. Did I read that already? Oh, yeah. yeah. The drop-off of tropical storms. Did I read that too? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Africa. According to the data, if you even a casual interest in weather or nature in general, that won't be a... Much of a surprise as nature has taught us that messing with one thing inevitably leads to unexpected changes elsewhere. Thusly, the researchers are now calling for strict regulations on geoengineering as a solution to climate. So you get the point here, right? Yes. That's that story. 
That's the uh, that's the one you were like, what? What? Huh? Artificial climate intervention could completely destroy the planet, so we probably shouldn't do that. That was that one. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Not a good idea. Chemtrails, artwork. What's with all these chemtrails, for Toad? That's what I got to ask you. The next story, all about the same thing, all came out this month, all through November, the beginning of November. We can brighten clouds to reflect heat and reduce global warming, but should we? How will we brighten clouds, honey? Cloud seeding? Aerosol injection? Well, yeah, that's the same thing, right? Ever higher temperatures are melting the ice sheets faster than projected. Sea level is rising. International efforts to reduce greenhouse gases are taking longer than expected. It's a nightmare scenario that could soon demand an emergency response. What to do? One idea gained traction is to seed marine clouds with salt water or other particles, increasing their potential to reflect solar rays, cooling the earth in part, or it's part of a NASCANT and controversial branch of science known as sunlight reflection methods or SRM. Now, I remember you bringing that up to me. What's SRM meant to you, honey? SRM? Yeah. You just said sunlight reflection management. But you brought SRM to me years ago, and it didn't mean sunlight reflection management. Do you remember what it meant when you brought it to me years ago? Oh, solar radiation management. <laughs> right. So the conspiracy theorists, the, the, the people See, tracking this. That's, that's what I'm talking about. You quizzing me. Like I'm supposed to remember stuff from way back then. But you did. Okay. But you did remember. Fortunately. Fortunately. But that's what they were calling it then. They were calling it solar radiation management. And the conspiracy theorists, the people going against the chemtrail sprayers, all use solar radiation management. You found that term. You brought that term to me. Do you remember? Yes. Now they've changed that term because it gained strength. It gained traction within the conspiracy movement, within the chemtrail movement. It gained traction. So they changed what it was. Plus radiation, scary sounding. Right. So it's sunlight reflection methods and so instead of solar radiation management. Oh, it's not even management anymore? No, it's, it's methods. methods. Yes. Mm. So you see how they change this stuff? You see how they make it? I got it. I get so that it. we're crazy because we've been talking about solar radiation management. Well, it's not, that's not what it is. But that's what they put it out as. Well, they're just relabeling it. When Same you, shit. Wait, when you figure out that people don't like what you label it the first time and you need to make them accept it, what do you do? You relabel it. Yeah. You change what it is. You change how it works. Make it sound more friendly. Right, right. This is not a friendly We're ghost. Helping. We think SRM could buy time for other carbon reduction measures to be put in place. That's what they're saying. If the worst case scenario of global warming comes to pass, these technologies could be used to help people, saving lives and economies from worst effects of climate change. We're trying to fight Mother Nature. Another war trying that another war the that operative term. Another war that we've decided to take up that we won't win just like the war on drugs just like the war on terror these are unwinnable wars these are wars that we step into for a reason we step into these wars to control the populace we don't step into these wars to end these problems we don't step into wars to end insurgencies we do it to create them 
We don't try to end terrorism. We do it to create it. And we're not trying to change climate for the better. We're trying to control it. Well, negative. But it's the truth. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, negative, but it's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ, honey. Uh, uh, climate scientist, <laughs> climate scientist, scientist explains marine cloud brightening to the House committee. Let's let's hear how they try to sell this. Americans have become increasingly aware of changes in our environment, ranging from dramatic decreases in sea ice in the Arctic to increases in summertime heat waves, droughts, floods, fires, and damage from hurricane and other extreme weather events including increasing ocean acidity that damages fisheries. Evidence in the National Climate Assessment and elsewhere indicates that the changes are connected to increases in carbon dioxide. So a prudent Scary carbon dioxide, to right? reducing impacts is to stop increasing carbon dioxide as quickly as possible. Sunlight reflection methods try to reflect some of the sun's energy back to space, cooling the planet. Two strategies have received the most attention, so I'll focus on those. I want everybody to remember One this method is, is called marine cloud brightening. You'll all have felt the surface temperature go down when a cloud passes overhead on a hot summer day by reflecting sunlight back to space. This is how clouds cool the planet. We know clouds can be further brightened. One dramatic example occurs when ocean freighters add particles below clouds to ocean change freighters. them and form bright ship tracks. Marine cloud brightening attempts to mimic that kind of cooling by introducing sea salt particles below clouds. Stratospheric aerosol geoengineering tries to mimic the cooling effects of large volcanic Stratospheric aerosol geoengineering. Eruptions by placing extra particles in the upper that. atmosphere. Really dramatic. Let me just cover a bit Please of what cover. we know and don't Please know cover. and then make some recommendations for progress. Now, There's a lot more detail in mind. Yes, this listening. crazy douchebag. We know it's still early days for SRM research, but there are hints it could help address climate change by offsetting, delaying, or slowing warming. Slowing warming, honey. Hints are that will help counter other SRM. changes as well. Solar radiation we management. We think SRM could buy oh, no, time sorry. for other measures not what it is. in place. Even if it works, though, we know it won't be a magic bullet. It won't compensate for all problems, and it may have side effects. If we used geoengineering, it would need to be adjusted to balance the excess carbon in the atmosphere, and we think it would be very risky to balance a lot of carbon. You know, aliens like to geoengineer planets so they we can take them over eventually. Remember that movie, honey? should be a part yeah. of the strategies addressing climate change. Don't, don't It'll just take entertain at least me. a decade to sort out the benefits, risks, and trade-offs associated aliens like with these it hot. technologies. They want I think to warm it's time the for a coherent and goal-oriented oriented geoengineering research program that complements ongoing research in earth system science but focuses on a defined set of objectives so anyway i'm not gonna listen to this boring guy anymore because that was really just boring sorry guys i didn't mean to bore you but i had to hear what you have to hear these people they're crazy so you don't think that we have created devastating effects on society but government has well, let me ask you, honey, how many nuclear weapons have you tested? Zero. Okay. How, how many <laughs> How many massive nuclear-powered ships do you drive? Zero. Okay. How many fuel-devouring fighter jets do you fly? Zero. Okay. 
I think that pretty much proves my point. We are not the cause. The average American, the average human being is not the cause of global warming. We allow these governments that we put into place to do this. Mm -hmm. We allow it, yes, but we are not the cause of it. And taxing, taxing us or your mother or your father or your grandma or anybody else is not going to solve the problem. And that's what they want to do. They want to tax. They want to take from the small person and allow the big business to continue to do what they do. Give them waivers to do what they do. Keep playing with the atmosphere and try to stop it while they allow these people to continue. Okay, well, I get that that's a problem, but you don't think the rest of the population isn't making up for any of this issue going on? You think we're all just innocent in this whole thing? The growth of humanity, if you eliminate the... The, the the military growth, you eliminate the massive corporation growth. Average human beings aren't causing these problems. Now, our, our want for things, maybe, are adding to part of the problem. Our desire to have more is adding to the problem, yes. But, tax again, taking from us. But what is your solution? I mean, what would you propose, you know, these big industries do instead of what they're doing? Well, if we weren't trying to invade every country that is, you know, feasibly on the planet and, and, and uh, acting a military state and trying to nation build all over the country, all over the world, I don't think we'd be, as a country, polluting nearly as much. If we brought all our troops home. We stop sailing all our ships all over the regions that they don't need to be in. China's not set up all over the world, but they're pretty nasty over there. You know what? They're nasty in their area. Their pollution is bad. Yeah, it's just like California. Does California's pollution affect you? No. Okay. I don't live in California. Does ca- Well, we don't, and we wouldn't. Does China's pollution directly affect you? Don't forget the additional. Does it directly affect you? Hmm. I'm going to go have Z's on that. Hey, listen, you got an iPhone. That means you got some little fucking kid strapped to a fucking desk <laughs> building oh, your phone as they sick. got nets to catch him from jumping out the fucking it's window. very sick. All right, so we yeah. can go down that path if that's the path you want to go down to. Your phone was made by a little kid, too. More than likely. Tiny hands. More than likely. Working 14, fucking slave labor. a day. God damn. <laughs> Shit's not cheap. Uh, something I really wanted to focus. Uh, you know what? I gotta go to the bathroom. Let's take the a quick point break. I wanted to make. You was- had a point. Sorry. The point I wanted to make was is and what we're discussing here is that all these different changes and all these different things that are going on. And yeah, cloud seeding from one standpoint, they're going to make it sound like they're trying to help. Because if you look at our current state of affairs and the way things are going and the threat that we're under, it is very serious and people do need to take action. And you can't control all the factors that are creating the problem, but you want to offer a solution. So these people that are coming up with these cloud seeding ideas probably aren't all bad. You know, they're trying to figure out a way to limit problems. I mean... Yeah, David Keith, want? I trust David Keith 
of, of my life. I would love to have David Keith have dinner with us. And he's one of the biggest geoengineering proponent pushers there is. He's the one that's been behind it all, if you ask me. Okay, Mr. Sarcastic. Me? I'm not sarcastic. I'm far from sarcastic. But like this article here says that uh, since the 70s, uh, the population for mammals, birds, reptiles, amphibians, and fish have declined on an average of 52% in the last 40 years. Half of all living species on the planet are gone now. Well, but yeah, but, 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 but. If we keep going at that rate, 40 years from now, what are we going to have left? We've, we've replaced them with humans, so it doesn't matter. It's okay. we got humans there in place of them. I mean, that's okay. So we want to worry about bees, but we don't care about the whole rest of the species just up and going. You do realize I'm being a smart ass, right? Oh, okay. All right, fine. I thought you were arguing with me again. No, you're doing this thing. (laughs) I'm doing this thing. (laughs) Just being so much Shaniqua, the rash Shaniqua. I tell you. All right, guys. I got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) My wife's being a little bit of a smart ass over there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, I want to discuss the uh, slain Baltimore detective. Uh, I've got so many different things up here to pull up. We've got vaccine talk. We've got superhumans with chips in their head. We got Ain't nobody got all that time. George H. W. Bush being the oldest, probably evilest fucking president ever. We'll get into all that. Trust me. You guys are listening to First Fifty Two Radio Confluence. I got to make sure I get them in there because I didn't realize they were picking me up on a different stream. And see them there. My apologies, my friend. Donka. You know I love you. Radio Confluence, RazRadioLive.com, The D, Salty Talk. Stuff. Radio Free Blood. Stuff. YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, or Ustream. Or come sit in our house and hang yeah. out. You want to hang out in the house? You're more than welcome to join <laughs> us here. We'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes. Sit tight, my friends. I Goodbye. love the content. Don't go anywhere. The first 52 will be right back. Have you ever called into your favorite favorite talk talk radio radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military industrial complex.
damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life. And be more dog. He come the butchers to cut you into profit. But Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's from Raz Radio. Raz is our guy. I'm your Sean Mother F and Raz. He come the butchers to cut you into profit. To profit, to profit, to profit. I went to Raz. I went to Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. When you're depressed, where do you want to go? Zimbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. In a new direction, the Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there, and you should Enjoy your copy of America on DVD. Have your credit card ready. On the mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin, up to already raucous today, went on Twitter. She called on Yo, sensory deception. You ain't censoring shit. Ironic. They cutting down the truth. 
to write lies on it. Sexual saturation, instant gratification. Consume a nation, missing imagination. Mass communication, trapped in isolation. Handful of corporations, got a grip on all the stations. You know why? It's sensory deception. You can't sense my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception. You can't sense all. tweet saying you always you, your show makes me laugh mm -hmm. and then i put it down and then like two days later i come home and i read these like bloggers and like hollywood reporters you know uh, louis ck defends daniel tosh amid rape joke controversy <laughs> i had no idea he got in trouble for making some jokes about rape and i didn't know about it and so i'm a defender of rape that's what everybody says now and I've read all this stuff like shame on you, Louis C.K. And well, I'll never watch your show. You're a rape apologist. I've been called a rape apologist because I said hi to a guy. Because I said, hey, nice show to a guy who everybody was mad at. So you really get here. You know the lesson here. Never yeah. go to Vermont. No, it's dangerous. It's dangerously it's a dangerous. Place. But here's the thing: it's this is like a fight between comedians and feminists, which are natural enemies. The biggest, yes. easily, because stereotypically speaking, feminists can't take a joke, and stereotypically speaking, and comedians, see, and comedians, and on the other. On the other side, comedians can't take criticism. Comedians are big pussies. Yeah. And they can't, they can't, if, so to one side you say, if you don't like the jokes, stay out of the comedy clubs. To the other side you say, if you don't like the criticism, stop Googling yourself every 10 seconds. <laughs> Just nobody's making you read it. It's positive. To me, it's all dialogue is positive. Now, a lot of people don't feel that way. For me, 
Any joke about anything bad is great. Right. That's how I feel. <laughs> any the joke about rape, uh, you know, Holocaust, uh, the Mets, ah, whatever. Any joke about something bad is, is a positive you thing. You have now crossed the line, Mr. Yeah. But now, I've read some blogs during this whole thing that have made me uh, enlightened to things I didn't know. I, this woman said how rape is something that polices women's lives, that they they have a narrow corridor. They can't go out late, they can't go to certain neighborhoods, they can't dress a certain way, because they might now, I never, that's part of me now that it wasn't before, and I can still enjoy a good rape joke. So I have both of them. But here's, can I tell you, here's the last thing. I, the last thing. I don't like the way that you evolve as a person. No, it's not. <laughs> but I don't say, like the way that you've come up with a way to grow as an individual. No, it's not fair. It's not, Be the person the that I knew 20 years ago. I will. But here's the last thing I want to say about it. This is also about men and women, because a lot of people are trading uh, uh, blogs and, and, and things about this on the, uh, you know, with each other. Couples are fighting about Daniel Tosh and rape jokes. Really? Yeah, th that's what I've been reading in blogs. <laughs> but, but they're both making a classic gender mistake because the women are saying, "Here's how I feel about Trying this," but they're also here, saying, honey. "My feelings should be everyone's primary concern." <laughs> now, the men, the men are making this mistake. They're saying your feelings don't matter. Your feelings are wrong, and your feelings are stupid. If you've ever lived with a woman, you can't are wrong. step in worse than that. Than to tell the woman that her feelings don't matter. So, so to stupid the men, I say, listen, listen to what the women are saying about this. To the women, I say, now that we heard you, you know, shut the up for a minute. <laughs> and let's make me a sandwich. Let's all get back together oh and uh, kill the Jews. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. Wind, water, heart, go planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet! Captain Planet, he's a hero. I told you I'd play it for you, didn't I? I told you. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't hamper and hide it from you. Thanks. Puts I got me in a you. good mood. Puts you in a good mood? As long as it puts you in a good mood, hon, that's all I care about. Welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, uh, Salty Talk Radio, and the D. YouTube, Ustream, Twitch, all that kind of stuff. Just find us. Enjoy us. Watch us. What do you think, honey? Looting and polluting is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say. Early propaganda. <laughs> Way early propaganda, my friends. Way early propaganda. So I never realized G.I. Joe was propaganda until oh my goodness. I got older. Just, just leave G.I. Joe alone. G.I. Joe. My 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 thing. My jam. Oh, no. Is that a jam? Is that a thing now? Should I say that? Or that's kind of making me old and outdated. Your jam? My jam. My jam. I guess it's okay. <laughs> you guess it's okay. I don't know. You're not really sure how to how to rate this situation, are you? I'm one of those weird twenty five to thirty five somethings. So, have you seen anything that Wayne's been sharing? <laughs> really? You just spin that one back. I'm in back a group. Long, I don't you? understand. I'm in a group that doesn't understand. Okay. <laughs> 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 Anyway, Jeez. have you seen what Wayne's been kind of rallying on recently? Wayne in Baltimore, you know, the old chocolate said, drop who doesn't do a show anymore. God damn it, Wayne, where's your show? Rallying on? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, you know, you, you, did you see what happened in Baltimore recently? 
What do you mean, what happened in Baltimore? What's the most recent thing that happened? It's pretty much a question that you what can answer. You do you at? know anything about what happened in Baltimore recently? Uh, recently, no. All right, 941-421-0401 in the past week. No. All right. About two weeks, maybe. Maybe two weeks at the most. What is it, Sean? Spit I'm, it out. I'm getting to it. I'm, I'm working on maybe it. if you stop asking me empty questions. But that's what, that's what radio hosts do is am- ask empty questions with no apparent answer just to see where people are. <laughs> so we can figure Super out how to handle idea. the situation as we move forward. <laughs> Wayne, if you're out there listening, 941-421-0401. I'm sure you'd probably throw some two cents in on this. We've got about 10 minutes or so. Uh, it is something I wanted to focus a lot more on tonight. Did you hear about what was happening in Nebraska recently? Something happened in Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened in Nebraska. Well, exactly. Absolutely Nebraska. What the fuck would happen in Nebraska? happened in Nebraska. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> nothing happened in Nebraska. But something happened in Baltimore. <clears throat> Is it bad? Well, I mean, a cop's dead, which... Oh. That's a horrible... Died. A detective. That's pretty bad. An old school cop. Why'd you say well? Well, because. Do you not uh, value? No, I value all their lives. lives. I, I value all lives. I think all law enforcement should be safe every night they're out there. They shouldn't be pulling people over for a tail light being out, so they don't have to worry about getting shot by some douchebag. Let the douchebag do a crime that really matters, and then you can get them. You don't Maybe need. He you was don't need concerned a, for his safety. Yeah, well, he couldn't indicate that he was turning right. Well, most people can't indicate, indicate that they're turning right. Have you driven on the streets recently? These <laughs> fucking idiots out there. God, it is Christmas time. It's even worse. Worse, worse, worse. You don't even commute to work. It's amazing that you have so many problems. Yeah, well, because people are stupid. I just have to drive around here. This is like the worst because you have all a the Boston drive to lunch. <laughs> All the Bostonites and New Yorkers and the stupid people that have no clue how to drive come here at this point in time. And it's just, and all this construction, these idiots, forget it. Anyway. And I swear to God, half of Canada. <laughs> well, yeah, half Canada too. But Canada, Canadians are cool. We like Canadians here at Raz Radio. We don't make fun of Canadians. No, we don't. Canadians are good people. Now. But, oh boy, get in front of me in the morning on my way to work. Now, if your name rhymes with Kiwi. <clears throat> We can maybe make fun of you. Did you and Dave talk about that? No, Kiwi is somebody that we shall not speak of anymore. Oh. Like ever? Ever. That's just, he's just out. He's out. Oh, damn. That's cold Continue to investigate the murder of Detective Sean Souter and offer our condolences uh, to the Souter family and Sean's BPD family as we prepare for Detective Souter's funeral next Wednesday. I am now aware of Detective Souter's pending federal grand jury testimony surrounding an incident that occurred several years ago with BPD police officers who were federally indicted in March of this year. Now, this is the chief of police of Baltimore Police. Speaking of the detective <clears throat> that was just murdered the day before by his own weapon to the back of the head, the chief on this day, just learned of the federal investigation that this officer was going to testify in against other officers from the Baltimore Police Department. 
the acting United States Attorney and the special agent in charge of the FBI's Baltimore field office, have told me in no uncertain terms that Detective Souter was not the target of any ongoing criminal investigation. There is no information that has been communicated to me that Detective Souter was anything other than a stellar detective, great friend, loving husband, and dedicated father. The evidence refutes the notion that Detective Souter's partner was anything but just that, his partner. The BPD and the FBI that do not possess with. any information that this incident, and it appears to be nothing more than a spontaneous observation of a man behaving suspiciously and a spontaneous decision to investigate his conduct as part of any conspiracy. The evidence, in fact, refutes that notion. Now, here's the problem I have. You have a guy that the next day, literally the next day, is supposed to testify in a grand jury hearing on police corruption in the Baltimore Police Department. And he's gunned down with his own gun as his partner cowers and hides across the street behind a car. It doesn't add up. Man, I wouldn't want to be his partner. That sucks. Well, I'm not buying this guy's story. Who, you, this is the chief of police? This is chief of police discussing a lot of this. He's just learned. Remember, he said he just learned of this officer. He sounds dishonest. His voice is shaky. He's having hard times pronouncing And you can't see the video words. either. You're not watching the it's video. Clearly. Which is, that'll be up there know, in a week or two. You'll be able to see it's it. It's clearly something that was written out for him, and it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right at all. Regarding other rumors that are circulating in the media, I want you to know that we have evidence of a struggle between Detective Souter and his killer. We now also know that Detective Souter was shot and killed with his own gun. We will continue to follow the evidence in this very important case. This tragedy, in the meantime, remains a murder investigation. See, these are the situations where I really try to stand with law enforcement. Uh, we've seen a lot of these throughout history of the conspiracies that we deal with, that we talk about, that we um, a sponge here on this this show. Um, and, and many a times, law enforcement are the ones dying with the information we need. Uh, Oklahoma City, there was a, a police officer that committed suicide with two gunshots to the back of the head and slashed his wrist as the knife was in the glove box, you know, 500 yards away of his car that he allegedly slashed his wrist with. Um, these kinds of things happen. And this is where people question, where are the good cops? Where are the ones that are trying, that are making the difference? They're dead. Yeah, unfortunately. Or they're, they're too afraid to do anything because they don't want to be dead because they got a family and a wife and a kid. Well, I could certainly understand not wanting to be dead. Well, nobody wants to be dead. Of course. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you have to stand up for what... And now he's been made a prime example matters. of. Matters, yeah. And how many other ones have been? And that this is where this is a, an issue in a conversation that, that needs to be had, my friends. It just needs to be had. Any last words, honey? Uh, no. No? You had a good show? I did. Did you enjoy yourself? 
I sure did. I know you got here late, but I appreciate you. You know I love I you. was doing important things. <laughs> yes, your job's important. And I, I expressed that very well before you got here. I meant the beer running after. Well, I that's important. So that is very important. <laughs> Four Toad, you know we love you, my friend. You're out there. Uh, I appreciate you guys joining us here on the First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, Salty Talk Radio, The D, YouTube, Ustream, Twitch.tv. Stuff in our living room. And other places that you can find us. <laughs> we love you guys. Listen, you don't have to believe us. You don't have to trust us. You just have to think on your own. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely think for yourselves, of course. Absolutely. Just because you should. Because we love you. We'll talk to you soon, my friends. Peace out. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through. This world always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. But I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. But I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this rat race, I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO of the unknown please don't go and I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home but right from day one I've been in this alone with arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress they said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving 
and free I'm guided through the beautiful asylum with the light show from a passing UFO lost in the glow of the Guys, so much thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity.